Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Corey Bisher, and I want to uh, just say thank you for joining us on Let's Talk About It. This morning, I have a guest that is dear to my heart. She is one of the most creative people and most resourceful people uh, that I know. Her name is Laura Brown. So one, I want you to give her a round of applause. Woo-hoo! Laura Brown is the founder of SWAT Book Camp, which is um, a self-publishing company that, well, you know what? Let me, t- let me let her tell you in her words, because... I'm going to mess it up. So I'm going to let her tell you. Laura Brown, tell us who you are and what you do. Okay, hello, Corey. Thank you for having me on today. Um, once again, my name is Laura Brown. Most people just affectionately call me just Coach Laura once they begin to work with me. And as Corey was um, beginning to explain, I am a writing and publishing coach. And I am the founder of the SWAT Book Camp, which um, meant serious writers, accountability, and training. And it was really um, created just to help people through the writing and publishing process in 2014. Just recently, I rebranded the name. And so you might still see the Swap Book Camp name out there, but I'm in the um, transition of rebranding to um, just solidify and to uh, show my 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 expanded services and um, not a different focus, but an expanded focus. And so my my new business name is going to be the Right Room Incubator. I N K U B A T O R because I am known as the publishing midwife and helping with birth books. And so I thought the name, you know, the Right Room W R I T E Room, as in a mother's womb. And the incubator, which we know in, in life, you know, incubator is where, you know, babies are held until they're ready to go home. And so in an incubator, I-N-K, this is where books are ready until they're ready to be released into the world. Okay, so as you guys can see, did I not say she was the most creative person I know? <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love. So can you tell us a little bit about how did you get started? Um, I, I got started. It was in, actually, um, in one of my Facebook posts, of Facebook memories. I can see where in 2013, I had sent out a, face, a Facebook post about, you know, who's uh, writing accountability group. I had a few people, oh, yeah, I'm in. But I really didn't put feet to it until 2014. Where I once again, you know, asked, hey, are, are there people out there who would like to join a writing accountability group? Because to me, I was um, fledgling, fledgling in trying to write my own book. You know, I'd start and stop and I would read books about writing books. <laughs> um, I could just, <laughs> I, could just, I know, I read books about how to write a book and those are helpful. I'm not, I'm not, um, mitigate, uh, you know, mitigating those, but without accountability without people you know doing it with you well for me without accountability i would just pick it up and put it down and so this last attempt was like okay you know people who are serious who you know want writing who want accountability who want training you know who wants to join this group and at this time like i said i had no clue about what it took to write a book i had no clue about the writing process the publishing process I just knew that I was tired of the 
stopping and starting. And so from that, I want to say about 14 people actually signed up. They paid $10 to be in the group. Because I was thinking, hey, that'll cover snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you know I have to stop you right there. Because, yes, people, I was one of those $10 authors. And she had a deadline. I got out of my car in the rain to drive up to her house to give her my $10. I was not going to miss out on this opportunity. So thank you for that $10 and the snacks were on hit. <laughs> have upgraded the snacks people that I want to address in that um you know you said that you were flying by the seat of your pants and just going just doing as you were going well I can say as one of those leaders you know I I know who you are so I know you were praying about it I know you were in meditation about it I know you were doing what you were telling us to do but you know I know you had to have some divine leadership in yourself to say okay god what the heck am i doing and we have faith because i know who you are as a teacher so we had faith in you and you had to have faith in god true 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 that is exactly true and so here's the thing about that is that when you once again just because of my personality and who i am i'm a very analytical um systematic person and so, you know, once again, you know, that's just the foundation of who God created me to be. And so anything that I do, whether I know what I'm doing or not, it starts with the foundation of, okay, what do we do first? What do we do next? And so because that's just who I am in that organized way, you know, I kind of already, okay, God, you know, I'm a step-by-step person. So whatever you give me, it's going to have to go in, you know, step-by-step. <laughs> you say, well, you can't tell God how to talk to you. <laughs> well i'm gonna say thank you that you have that relationship with god because i am more of a fly by the seat of my pants but i'm more on the a t z thinking about g and h coming back to b so i needed you Yeah, your flying and my flying are two different flyings. <laughs> yeah, but you know, for me, everything is, you know, most, most, most everything is 
whether I know what I'm doing or not, it's, it's based on, you know, a system of, you know, what do you have to do first? And, you know, and I truly believe that, you know, whether you're systematic or analytic, you know, I think if that's the first question that you ask anything, well, not one of, well, one of the first questions, uh, you know, is, you know, what do you do first? Actually, one of the first questions that I suggest anyone ask when, you know, creating uh, programs, books, or starting anything new is, you know, figure out the why. You know, why are you doing it? You know, what is the, what is the end purpose? Because that's another thing for me. If I know what I want to end up with, I can kind of plot, do my plot points to get me to the end point. And that's, you know, whether I'm writing a story, I'm teaching a class, everything is, what is my end goal? And if I keep focused on my end goal, my why, then everything else can kind of fall into place. So that's usually the first question that I ask. And then the second question is, who is this for? You know, and we like to say, oh, it's just for everybody. No, whatever you do, whatever you create, it's not for everybody. We like to think that it is, but it's not. And so when you know why you're doing what you're doing and you know who you're doing it for, the, 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 the what, when, where, and, and how will fall into place. If you keep those, those two things front and center. And that, that definitely makes sense. I... Like I said, I am, I can be all over the place. So we really have to, you know, be respectful of understanding who we are individually and then who we need around us to help bring out the best in in us. And I can honestly say that, you know, because you are systematic and analytical the way that you are with my creativity about the things that, you know, I like to do um, when... I ask for advice or when you're like, Corey, did you think about this? You know, I just have to listen and respect the fact that I didn't think about it at all, but you did. (laughs) I can be like, oh no. Okay. Let me go back and think about this. So, you know, we appreciate the fact that, you know, we all make up a team and, you know, you have different personalities and different skill sets. Um, now I wanted to get in a little bit about what, what has been the main thing that you have learned in your journey from starting this, um, this, um, book camp, what has been your biggest takeaway as of this moment of what you learned either about people, about the process, um, anything like that? Oh, wow. That's really broad. I think for me, one thing that, um, I learned, I, I am learning, is that it's a continual learning process. I mean, you know, my husband always tells me that, you know, people, you look at what you do and think, oh, you know, it's, it's easy, you know, you got it. But, so, you know, they don't see how much time you spend researching, um, you know, and how to do things and how I many, you know, webinars and seminars and different tutorials and things and, you know, how much time I spend, you know, a week in continuing my education, um, you know, with this to learning how to do what I do better so that I can teach what I do to other people better. That was part of the reason why I decided to go back to school and um, finish my my writing degree and um, my, my degree in creative English, creative um, English and creative writing, just so I can have more information and to be the best coach that I can be. So one of the things that I want is a continual 
process, what I, you know, for what I've learned about me. What I've learned about people is that, uh, how can I say this? That people think they want to know how you do what you do, but then when you begin to sit down and explain it, they really don't want to know. They just want you to do it. And because I'm a teacher, you know, I have this desire to teach people how to do what I do, but a lot of people don't want to know it. They just, they don't care. They just say, just do it. And so I have to come to terms with not everybody wants the, um, the ins and outs of the publishing business or the writing business. They just want to pay me to do it. And I can accept that. <laughs> well, you know that <laughs> I laugh because, you know, in this process, I know that, you know, we had to go through editing and we had to go through, um, you know, book design and we had to go through, you know, just a bunch of different steps that, like you said, at some point I said, you know what, I don't want to be bothered with it at all. Can we just <laughs> get someone else to do this part? What is the charge? Okay. <laughs> right. right. They could have charged me. $50 or they could have charged me $300 and they still would have gotten my money. So I completely understand that. I completely agree with you on that. Now from two, you started with 15 people. Um, and you said 11 in that class, uh, finished their book. How many authors do you have now to date? Oh, wow. I would, um, I, I do believe I'm nearing the, maybe 90 to 100 range for those who have, you know, come back for a second time for those who um, may not have gone through the actual writing portion, but they come back to me for the formatting portion. And so, you know, I counted that number, any, you know, anyone's books who have my fingerprint on them in any kind of way. No. Oh, okay. So whether, you, whether you've gone through the entire process or part of the process, if, 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 if my hands touched your book in any way, I count you as mine. Right. Okay. Now, what other things do you do you offer? Now, I know you said you are revamping to the right womb incubator. So mm -hmm. what other services are you incorporating with this, um, with your rebranding? Oh, wow. Gee, like I said, I'm doing, I'm still doing the, the writing and publishing. I also, you know, once again, I, I, I'm specializing in formatting books as far as getting them, you know, print ready. I've learned how to format uh, e-books for Amazon. So I format the books for Amazon and for other platforms. I do um, book mock-ups. I do book covers. I do book trailers. I do media kits. Um, they're just, you know, I've just expanded my services based on everything that I'm learning and like I said, one of the things that I've learned from my college courses in writing and publishing, and so I'm just putting those things to use and just expanding, going just beyond teaching you how to, you know, outline your book and things like that. So I'm adding in a whole, um, just just more, more products, more services, and I want to do more community things like, uh, you know, book discussions and oh, nice. interviews and things like that. So. Okay, nice. Um, so, you know, I am always down for a good author panel, so you can invite me to one of those. That would be fun. Um, now, the other question, you kind of touched on it as far as ebooks. books um, 
that you help format. Do you also help um, people learn how to write eBooks? I know that is such a, um, I mean, it's, it's, you know, one, it's, it helps, you know, people get their information out, but it can also be profitable. Do you help people learn how, what is the best format to write and um, that whole area of eBooks? there's not a big difference between whether you're going to you know whether you whether when you're writing whether it's going to be a print or ebook ebook you know a lot of times we start with let's write from the aspect of if it's going to be a print book and then you can downsize it to an ebook later so it's much easier to think print first and then well oh i'll tell you something i think i only want it to be an ebook versus having an ebook mindset and then trying to expand it to a print mindset. So I always start with the print mindset first and then we can downsize to, okay, well, for the ebook, we do it this. So the writing process is still the same. Usually people will go for the ebook only um, if they're trying to do um, you know, self-help stuff or teach, you know, teach, um, teach, teach something that's really short and brief. That's typically where someone may want to do um, an ebook, but for the most part, most people want their books in print, and then ebook is an added thing. Okay. But you are correct in that you know ebooks are you know becoming the rage, and it's usually just um, you know quick blurbs of of information. I got you. Now I wanted to talk a little bit um, about you personally. How many books um, have you personally? put out and of and which ones would you like to just kind of give us a brief um synopsis of of what we could look for if we were and and where are your books most of my books are on amazon.com so i want to start my number you know, my very first baby of course in that ten dollar book camp <laughs> that we did <laughs> was a um a psalm 119 i had to create a word called debart journal and it's a devotional um, an art uh, art journal and then a uh, then a regular writing journal. So it's a combination of things going over um, the first uh, part of Psalm 119. So, you know, because I am a teacher and I love teaching things, it's pretty much a line-by-line -line, um, study of Psalm 119. So that was my very first one. I've done many collaborations with um, other people. I've, I've done one with our church. And once again, it was, it was, you know, one of those fly by the seat of your pants type thing. I think I was teaching in church one day about, I can't even tell you what it was. And I had this idea that I'm standing there, well, you know, we could do a book about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, when I said that, you know, people latched on to it. And, you know, a few weeks later, we had the book. Right. <laughs> with, That's with a lot of our church members called It Starts With Me. Um, courageous questions for the fearless leader's heart, and it's just a lot of uh, questions to um, to think and ponder on. That our that our church members, you know, we we just kind of got together and said, hey, you know, questions for leaders. Um, you know, from that, I've I've have a fondness now for doing collaborations because what I found out is that a lot of people, you know, want to share their story but they don't have enough story for a full-size book and not even enough story for an ebook per se, but it's just, you know, a story about something that happened in their lives that they want to share. 
and so I've done a couple of collaborations like that. The first one was um, called Voices from the Edge, um, poetry and prose about 20, 2020 is when we were going through the pandemic. And um, there was just so much going on between the pandemic and the election. And you know, I was just sitting there like, hey God, you know, what is gonna be my contribution to this whole time period that we're in? You know, what 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 can I do to make an impact for inside these four walls? Because you know, most of us couldn't go anywhere. Right. <laughs> you know, and you know, and for me, you know, I wasn't getting out there. I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm pretty much an introvert. So I, you know, my husband was out there. You know delivering food and he's you know out there but that's just not my thing even before the pandemic i really didn't go anywhere <laughs> so i just had the idea well you know why don't we just share people's stories from what they are going through and so i once again you know sent out that facebook post email and you know who would like to share you know what's going on in their lives how the pandemic and the election has affected people, and you know, once again, I've you know got about fourteen or fifteen authors from um, different places, you know, Chattanooga, North Carolina, Ohio, and we just you know got together, and people send in their stories, and we went through the writing and editing process, and I think that one was released in the beginning of twenty twenty, I want to or twenty twenty one. I think it took us a while to do it, and then I did another recently did another collaboration called Scary Stories. And once again, you know, there's one of those things that, you know, we all have stories to tell, but it might not be enough for you to do your own book. And this actually, the, the idea about scary stories was actually given to me probably in 2015, 2016. And I just, you know, kind of let it sit on the shelf for a little bit until it was the right time. And um, last year just felt like the right time. Okay. Well, you know, you hit, you hit on a couple of things. I just wanted to kind of uh, come back to, and one of those, like you, you just mentioned, you had this idea back in 2015, um, but you kind of sat on it for a minute. Do you think that there are oftentimes that uh, people have ideas, but they sit on them? Um, can you explain to us the difference between sitting on them for the right time and sitting on them out of fear of doing it. You know, I really don't know the fine line. I, I know that, um, you know, there is a difference, and I wish I could be really prolific and profound. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, this is how you recognize the difference. I just think you you have to know yourself. Part of me with the scary stories, you know, A, was I didn't, um, at that time, I didn't know anything about doing collaborations. But, you know, B, is that I didn't have, I, di I didn't know enough people who would be willing to share their story. So it took me some time to to build a following, to build people who who trusted me, who, who had seen my work. Mm -hmm. And so, like, most of the people who started, to, who, who did the collaborations with me, you know, these are people who have seen my growth over the years. And they, you know, I've, you know, I, I've gained their trust. I've gained you know, say no notoriety, but people understand, you know, they worked with me before. Okay, yeah, you know, Laura could be doing a class on how to tie my shoes. <laughs> and I'm there. <laughs> Where do I cash app? <laughs> and so when I first had this idea, I didn't have that platform of trust built where people would trust me 
with their stories. And mm -hmm. so, you know, when we talk about starry stories, we talk about, you know, different traumas. And people have to trust you with right. their trauma. Right. And in 20, 2015, I hadn't earned that trust beyond my small circle of church friends. And I knew that my small circle of church friends weren't going to be enough to put on a project like this. And so I had to kind of, I didn't really have a choice, but to kind of put it on the back burner right. until, until I build up my credibility. And you know, and that completely makes sense. Um, just because of, you know, I've read it and I know what's in it. And, you know, those are some very intimate stories, stories that people's, you know, their parents may not know or their families right. may not know. So, yeah, I understand that, you know, like you said, people are trusting you with their stories. Now, we have about five minutes left, but I want to talk back about um, Right Womb Incubator for a minute. I just want to, I want you to be able to share with people, like I said, we have about four minutes. I want you to share with people how they can get in touch with you. If they have a, since they have a book inside of them, how can they get in touch with you to help them get this book released? Or if they have ideas, how to get right. that released. Now you have about four minutes. Uh, well, typically we start with the app uh, with a free consultation and you can go to either of my websites, uh, com or www.squatbookcamp.com. We're still doing that squat so I can get that transition over. And from there, you could, uh, one of the buttons will say schedule me or request a meeting or something like that. And you can get on, you can, um, schedule a, a free 30 minute consultation. Typically we're doing it by video, especially with, you know, COVID and some people just don't want to, um, you know, meet in public and that's fine. And if you're not here in Chattanooga video, you know, we do it by Zoom. And from there, that's when you know, we talk about your project and we go from there. Okay, well, that is awesome. Now I do want you guys to know, you will not have a better coach than coach Laura Brown. Um, I can say that anything that she puts her hands to, that she is looking for collaborators, I am there. Um, I want to say thank you, Laura, for joining us today on Let's Talk About It. I know that this is not the, this is the first time, but this definitely will not be the last time that we will have you on our show because there are so many things that we could talk to you about, but for now, I'd just like to say thank you. Is there any closing words that you would like to say uh, before we jump off today? I would just say to anyone, you know, if, if you're considering, you know, should you write a book? Who, who cares about my story? Or, um, you know, do I have enough um, expertise in, in this thing here? And the answer is just always yes. Um, someone is going to read your story whether it's, even if it's just for your family, you know, when it comes to, you know, do I have enough expertise for this? Basically, if if you know something well enough that you can teach it, then you become an expert in that field because you may know more than someone else. I just heard a quote from uh, Steve Harrison and something to the effect that in the in the village of the blind, the one-eyed the one man is king. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else, and those that's going to be your target audience. Exactly. <laughs> you can be the one-eyed king 
in anything. Okay. So, you know, the key is if, 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 if it's stirring in your soul and in your spirit to put what you know on paper, if nothing else but just to leave a legacy, to leave that indelible mark in the world, something that says, hey, you know, I'm here, I've been here. And, you know, once again, you know, um, you know, books, they're, you know, they've been here for hundreds of thousands of years. You know, the written word is almost eternal in that particular sense. So if you have a stirring in your soul and your spirit that I need to get this out, get it out, push it out. Eggs. If you need a midwife to do it, I'm your midwife. There you go. Well, thank you so very much, Coach Laura. I appreciate you coming on the show today. Like I said, I know that we will um, we will have you back on for, uh, you know, to let us know what you're up to and how we can support you. Um, so that's it for now, guys. I want to say thank you for joining us on Let's Talk About It. If you have an idea, thought, business that you would like to promote, that you would like to tell us about, please be sure to find me on Facebook. Uh, name is simple, Corey Bisher, C-O-R-R-I-B-I-S-C-H-E-R. I am just about everywhere. But for now, we want to say thank you guys, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.